What's up? Remember us? Hey guys, it's Cammy. It's Liza McTacos. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're using your whole government name? Yes, girl. Okay. My social security number is <laughs> Aces Seven Five Three Zero Ninety. Okay. I had the zero, so you don't actually steal my identity. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. All right, so we are back with another episode of Laugh It's Funny. Yeah. Today we're going to focus on yearbooks. Because it's that time of year. It is. And our kids got their yearbooks, what, last week? Yep. Yeah. So it's fresh on our minds, and all the kids are bringing them to class every day. Yeah. If you remember those days, you had that with you. You kept that thing on you. You did. But before we get started, I do have a teacher moment. Tell us about it. Well, Spring fever is alive and well. Yes, it and is. I used to think it was just a myth, but now I feel like it is absolutely a For truth. Um, today, I felt like all the boys were on one today. Mm-hmm. Like even boys who have been quiet all year, sure. all of a sudden are coming out of their shell with this new confidence. Yeah, because I, they're no longer going to be in the current grade they're in. Yeah, I they're like, dude, I'm going to be. That's got to be it. Yeah, you're right. That yeah. has to be it. Okay. It's setting in. Yeah. Because today I played, like we did a review game for their exam, but I set it up like trivia, like at a oh, bar fine. or yeah. trivia at a restaurant. And, um, Complete with alcohol. Because yes, you I was it, serving so. mocktails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I have them going, whatever, and this group in the back one, and it was a group of boys. And one of the boys, like the leader of the group, I noticed he had been cracking jokes the whole time. And I thought to myself, oh, okay, maybe he's just like, that down. maybe he's excited because anytime you switch up their seating arrangements, it yeah. sets off like wildfire yes um and so i was like okay whatever he's just excited because he's in a new seating arrangement um so they end up winning and they're like oh what are we gonna get what do we get for winning and i said probably just some like bonus points this joker raises his hand and he's like um could i just trade my points in for a hug from you ew and i was like you creepy motherfucker like he didn't even laugh when he said it (laughs) Like, if he had laughed, that's what threw me off the most. If, Ew. If he had laughed or something, I would have come back with, like, some smart-ass remark. But he was serious, and that threw me off. And Ew. I was just like, no. no. No, you can't. And then I kept on. Like, we were just like, okay, moving on. Oh then God. that class ended. And, you know, after a class ends, you have to go stand in the hallway and do your hall duty. So I'm standing in the hallway, another teacher walks by and she's talking to me. So I'm like walking and talking and then I stop because I don't want to get too far away from my duty station. So I get like pressed up against the wall. My back is up against the wall as all the students are filing in front of me. This genius genius baseball player (gasps) that I had last year who I affectionately refer to in my head as the hub because he once wrote a journal entry about how if he had one hour left in the world he would use it to watch something called the hub oh my god and he wasn't sure if i was familiar with the hub but it had tons of different videos depending on what kind of interest you had dear jesus mm-hmm. help he, us yeah he read this out loud he in front of everyone jesus so here comes the hub walking down the hallway and I like see him out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, fuck, right. here we go. But I'm like stuck up against the wall. Oh, my no. back's up. My arms are up. The hub comes by and takes his forearm and just swishes it across my boobs. Like Ew. it's nothing. It was like five solid seconds of his 
forearm going against my chest. And I yelled his name and I was like, you like that. And he turned around and he was like, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, that was completely inappropriate. I was like, you did not need to do that. And he was like, I'm, that was total accident. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not though. For a second, I almost believed him. And then as he walked away, I saw his friend nudge him. And then he nudged his friend back and laughed and smiled. And I was like, that little son of a bitch. Of a bitch. That's ah! ew. I know. I felt like I needed to go like rinse myself, and I don't know, like acid. Yeah. Like, just, ugh! Go into like a sanitization chamber. Yeah, but I talked to his baseball coach later and told him what good. was up. So oh, good. He can enjoy running those laps later. That's right. Yeah. You nasty. Well, this afternoon I was hanging out in the classroom next door with all of our after-school crew. We've got about eight kids that hang out after the final bell rings. We just hang out, shoot the shit, mm-hmm. talk, whatever. Well, we noticed that on the ceiling, there are these dried-up-looking spots. And from a distance, it looks like the ceiling tiles have had like little water damage drops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's almost like leaking from above. But you look closer, and there's fucking dill pickles <gasps> stuck to the what? ceiling tiles. What? Yeah. Some kid... Like chips? Like dill pickle chips? Dill pickle chips. chips. Dill mm-hmm. pickle chips. Flung up onto the styrofoam, whatever the fuck, ceiling tiles. That's so And they gross. have dried. That's This so has gross. been here for a few days. Okay. So, we find the guilty party quickly. It was someone that I wouldn't have expected, mm-hmm. but the teacher, she knew. She mm-hmm. just knew. She knew. Well, then another yokel decides to climb up on a chair and take them off the ceiling. No. To which everyone chants it. Eat, eat it, it. Eat it. <laughs> eat it. Eat it. So he eats the fucking seal and towel pickle chips. Oh. And now I hope he doesn't have lead poisoning or oh. asbestos or whatever the fuck. Oh. Kids are weird. Yeah. All, the, all they ever need is one dare. Ugh. I've learned not to dare them because they'll always do it. You're right. I should dare them to turn their shit in on time. Oh, oh there's, there's an idea. You. <laughs> I'm going to dare you to try on this one, oh, motherfucker. What? what? I'm going to dare you to read I'm by yourself. I'm going to dare you to look in Google Classroom for you. Raise your fucking hand oh, and ask no. me how big this assignment <laughs> is or when it's due. Or what are we doing today? I don't oh, know. Dang. I dare you to figure it out. <laughs> Anyways. These poor kids. <laughs> poor us. Mm-hmm. Forget You're right. them. Oh You're my right. gosh. Okay, so. Okay. Yearbooks. Yes. Yearbooks. First of all, yearbooks are heavy as shit. They are. I had a kid ask today, why is so thick though? And right. I'm like. Oh they were talking God. about my booty though. They were. <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't judge something based on its thickness. <laughs> Hey. You're like, I'm gonna quote you. I'm like, do it. <laughs> Put that on my tombstone. That's don't judge others by their thickness. <laughs> Done. Or do. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yearbooks are hella thick mm-hmm. and they're expensive. They are expensive. Were Ours they like how 85 much were, bucks? How much were they when we were in high school? I thought they were like 50 bucks. I thought they were too. Which isn't that bad. I was thinking, like, honestly, I was tracking like $60. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, 
You know, if you pre-order them, they're yeah. like seventy-five, eighty dollars, mm-hmm. and then if you get them late, aren't they like a hundred and ten or something? I think so. But or one year one, they were a hundred and ten. Yeah, I remember maybe not that. this year's. Well, that also depends. Every year we take our kids on a field trip to a yearbook factory, mm-hmm. um, or plant company, whatever, and you would be surprised how quickly the cost can rack up. It depends totally on the cover finishes. Okay. Like if you got a laser cut out in the front, gotcha. you have to charge per the time like the laser comes up, mm. like if it's a really intricate So that $110 thing. one had to have been that year we had like the hologram. The lenticular on the front. I guess so. Where you've got like a picture, but you can turn it, it and it turns into another, another picture. One. Yes. Yeah. So they charge for that. They charge for embossing. They charge for... Um, like the stamping into the leather, they charge for like gloss finish, matte finish, yeah. all those different things. So if you've got multiple things happening, that cost racks up pretty quickly. So I think this year it was pretty simplistic. So it only costs eighty five bucks, yeah. which is a great deal. That is for the size that our book ended up being this year, and it looked which is good. Awesome. Like these, it did. It was clean. I mean, I'm looking at mine. I. Pulled yeah. mine out from high school. I and tried to find mine. I couldn't. Like, three out of four of them have, like, very classic Yum. covers. Capture the moment. Right. But that one from my senior year. Is with ugly the picture- as fuck <laughs> is what I think. I looked at it. I'm like, what, what is that? I think the that lingo is ugly. looking piece of whatever. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, just kidding. School pride. Okay, so back in the day, yeah. when you would get your yearbook, you could get your name yes, on you it. Yes, you could. You could right? pick the stamp, the embossment, you could, the font. You could put little images symbols. besides. Yeah, symbol. Kind of like when you order Mine your costume. had a cross. Of course yours did. And drama masks. Nice. Yeah. On my class ring, I remember I got like a cross, mm-hmm. and then I had um, LGLP on the other side. LGLP. Mm-hmm. Love God, love people. Oh, okay, Rastafarian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with my senior photo with a freaking Bob Marley Down shirt on. Down by the beach. Down by the beach. But anyway, yeah, so these things are heavy as hell. They are. Um, I could knock somebody out They're pretty heavy swiftly. with memories. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> embarrassment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're heavy oh with evidence. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> Inside jokes. Yeah. So it's kind of sad to look back at them now and not remember what the inside jokes were. I know. I'm like, we thought that was real important. Yeah. Also, the lingo. Like, looking back on words. So, like, let's track back to middle school. Let's just, I mean, we can put it all together. Middle school, high school days. Yes. Um, What are some of the words that you remember? Or, like, phrases, things that we used to say back in the day. Lila's. Which is? Love you like a sister. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, what's, I feel like we had a few, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think of like stuff that you wrote on notes. Oh, TTYL. Yeah. Talk to you later. That was good. That was also like prime AOL instant messenger conversation. Yeah. Um, I used to say dude all the time. I still say dude all the time. Yeah, me too. And I said it so often that my mom would like threaten to beat my ass. Like, stop saying that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound ladylike. Even now when I talk to my students, I hear sentences starting with dude. I say dude to my students. Yeah. Dude. Tight. 
tight. Tight. Sweet. I have a friend now who's bringing back the word tight yep. as of twenty early 2018. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. Everything is tight to you, and that's fine, because you're getting married this year. Your wedding's going to be tight, okay? Yes, we got girl. It. Work. Let's see. Um, we always said, stay cool, K-E-W-L. K-E-W-L. Yep. Um, cool beans. Remember that cool beans? Oh my gosh! Remember that small time where like people would say stupid shit like home skillet, home fry. Yeah. What else? I feel like it was like a series of things. Like, Dog D A W G. Mm-hmm. That was that stupid. Was or like in R and B songs, they had like different terms of affection, terms my of endearment. Uh, Wody. Wode. Lil Wody. I was a big fan of Wody. Lil Wody. I always wanted to be someone's Wody. Oh. I was trying to be like, hey, Wody. <laughs> Wody. Wody. There was a, I'm trying to think. There was another one. Shouty. Shouty. <laughs> shouty. Like a melody shouty. in my head. They don't use shouty as much. No, they don't. You could be someone's shouty or you could be someone's shouty. Shouty. <laughs> hey, shouty. <laughs> Why is that not a thing anymore? I don't know. Mm. Bringing it back. My bad is good. My bad. True that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's what see. Else? I really I really like my bad. My bad. I still say it. Da bomb. We're the da bomb generation. Da bomb. Keep it fat. Baby fat. Mm-hmm. P H A T. Oh my god. My cousins from Arizona bought me my first piece of baby fat gear. Yeah. And I thought I was the shit. Of course you were. Like I just no one That's else why. knew what baby fat was. I didn't really know what it was either. But fun fact, my dad went to Korea for a year when I was in middle school, and he purchased all this fubu. Uh-huh. For us, by us. And sent it to me. Oh, my God. And then a month or two later, he was like, hey, um, why hasn't why why hasn't your mom sent me a picture of you guys in your fubu outfits? <laughs> and I was like, dad, do you know what fubu stands for? He was like, no. He was like, but it's popular, right? I had like a bucket hat. Oh, my gosh, yes. With like a shirt and shorts. And I was like, FUBU stands like for us, by us. And my dad was like, so what's the big deal? And I was like, it's made by like African-Americans. And he was like, okay, and? And I was like, it's literally not for me. <laughs> like, it says so in the logo, like in the brand. They tell you who it's for. For them, by them. And it's not me. It's not for. FTBT. It's not for little <laughs> mixed girls who aren't mixed with African-American goodness. Like... I can't wear it, but we did. We did like stage some photos real quick and send oh, them to him. So well, we're like, look sweet. at us in our FUBU safely inside our homes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Poor dad. Oh, gag me with a shovel. Gag me. Gag me. What? <laughs> the enthusiasm just now. That was oh, yeah. a request. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gag me. I forgot gag about me that. With a fork, or I think gag me with a spoon, I yeah. think is what we would say. We used to say gag me with a shovel. So I posted. Why? <laughs> like, why do you start that? I was going through Instagram. Yeah. And I just wanted to see, like, some people who went to school with us, like, sure. what, what they would say. Yeah. Um, and one girl said she always said perf instead of perf. Perfect. Yes. Right? Um, let's see. Someone else said that he really liked the phrase, he told you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think we kind of still use that. Um, but gag me with a shovel. I remember my friend's mom saying that all the time. Yeah. All that in a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. That was another good one. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Didn't what else? 
L7 Weenie. Oh, yeah. I think something wasn't cool. When when Clueless came out. Yes. I feel like a lot of slang came with that. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Stunting? Why are you stunting? Mm-hmm. Why are you fronting? Now I can think of all the equivalents from, like, like if we switch to 2019. Yeah. What those equivalents are. Well. Which, I mean, we could even say 2018 to 2019. Sure. We have a lot. And, guys, we're not going to lie to you. I Googled a list of terms and definitions. Mm-hmm. Because we're teachers and we need to see visuals. And I feel like some of these um, that we can even add... It's just shit we've heard in the classroom yeah. that I've had to decipher. Let me tell you, when I first started teaching and the kids were saying lit, mm-hmm. I had all kinds of sirens going off in my head because anytime we used the word lit, it was like someone drunk off their ass. Yeah. And so when they started using it as like when something is turned up or right. popping, it's <laughs> popping. <laughs> Yes, it is one of the most white sentences I've ever said. Um, but I was like, what did you say? Like, right. I almost got on to them. It's just like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. You can't be lit at school. Right. They're like, but you lit. I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. <laughs> so, what else? So, like, I'm just trying to... Okay, so in the classroom, mm-hmm. like, stupid shit we hear now, which I don't, you know, for our students, if any of our students have picked up on this podcast... I don't want to rag on you guys and say that your lingo sucks because it's great. It's weird. It, though. it is weird. But then I also think like, you know, our teachers probably thought our lingo was weird too. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, you know, keep that in mind and not judge you. But there's some things that, um, so like no cap. So when there's, they say something and they're not lying. I don't understand. I've never heard that. So they'll say something to me and they'll be like, yeah, um, I left my homework at home, like no cap. Like I'm not lying. Like no it's no cap? joke. No cap. Like I'm not lying. Who made that up? I have no idea, but I hear it all the time now. Ew. So that's one thing I'm dealing with. I'll be like, true that? Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, we should just start um, responding like, with <laughs> 90s, 2000s flame. You know, like in Mortal Kombat, when you could, like, I forget which character it was, but like you could throw like yes. a flame and then you could catch it and like sh- throw that shit right back. Yeah. That's what we need to start doing. We should. That'll freak him the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I, and I happen guilty. I do use a lot of their lingo now. And I don't know if it's because I'm like, well, do you use it seriously? Like, can you use it without laughing? Yeah, I can't. Like, what's the tea? I can't spill the tea. I can't say that shit without laughing. Um, last night we were we had an event with some parents, and my co teacher literally said to one of the parents, "The tea was boiling." Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Oh well, my you know, god! Like, they talk all the time now about like keeping guns on them, and so they'll be like, what? "I keep." Yeah, they're like, I keep that thing on me. Like, that so thing, that's like your Dioc? I keep, no, like they're <laughs> Or your Gleoc. <laughs> that one. And so that's the only one that I've used. Like, I'll keep a pin by my ear, or I keep like two pins by my ear. I got the pin. And bangs. inevitably, someone will be like, hey, can I borrow your pin? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I keep that thing on me. <laughs> And they always start laughing. And they always go, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, like what's wrong lot, with you? A lot. You really, lot we don't wrong. have time for that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Humble brag. What? Adulting. I use that all the time. Slay. Use it all the time. Throwing shade. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of it does make yeah. sense, I guess. Jomo. What's a mom? The most that? responsible friend in the group. Yeah, no shit. I know. Y'all are welcome. You're welcome. Oh, if I if I mom. get called bruh one more time bruh? in the classroom, I'm gonna lose it. I know. I'm like, I'm not your bruh. Nah. No. I'm they say bruh, I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> Sweet. Dude. Dude. Sweet. Dude. Sweet. <laughs> uh-uh. No. I hate it. Do, do your kids say, don't worry about it? No. Oh my god. Anytime I ask them a question at all, like, what are y'all doing? Or are you working on this? Or what are you talking about? They'll be like, don't worry about it. I'm like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> don't tell me not to worry about it. This I'm my literally house. paid to get this worried about it. Whatever yeah. it is. You gotta tell them. So I about smacked a bitch whenever they said that. Yeah. More than once. It's so funny because certain things feel ultra disrespectful. Oh, yes. And I'd let them know that. I'm like, you yeah. need to know when you say this to an adult, yeah. we take it a lot more seriously. Right. And... This isn't your world and we're just living in right. it, by the way. Yeah. BT dubs. Yeah. I hear clout a lot right now. Yeah. So they're throwing that around. Even whenever we're discussing like To Kill a Mockingbird mm-hmm. and I ask them things like, okay, so why did, why do you think Bob Yule was acting up in the courtroom? Like, why was he t- making everything a joke? Someone legit was like, he was just doing it for clout. And oh I'm my like, God. yes, you're right. <laughs> what but is a synonym for clout? Can we use, yeah. <laughs> can we all use a term that the entire class agrees upon? Yes. So that way you guys don't get confused and write down clout on your exam. Oh my gosh. That would help me. The newest one I've started to hear is receipts. Really? Like, I got receipts. Receipts. As in like evidence? Like proof. Prove it. Yeah. Like, show me. Uh-huh. So I think that's kind of weird. But I, <laughs> anytime you're like receipts... The next time I'm gonna start digging through my bag. I got Target receipts. I got Ulta receipts. I got what Walmart receipts. I, I got, got Kroger, Kroger receipts. I got Publix receipts. I got uh, what the fuck receipts. I got Starbucks receipts. I got <laughs> I got all these kinds of seats. Seats. I like the way you just shortened it. <laughs> yeah. Let them know who really is hip. I got car seats. <laughs> I got beet seats. I got plant seats. I got <laughs> sunflower mm-hmm. seats. For sure. <laughs> we. <laughs> Okay, I'm clearly I like, hilarious. I like that. <laughs> I like that segue you did We can there. take this so many different directions. Also, like, in terms of just lingo, the way that we joke has changed. Yes, it has. Like, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. I feel like you and I are pretty liberal. We are. However. Yeah. However. Yeah. Like... The stuff that people wrote in my yearbooks, <laughs> oh my God. that shit would not fly it was not, no. in 2019. No, it wouldn't. It yeah, really wouldn't. Like, uh, my it, sexy Samoan. <laughs> yeah, no, probably shouldn't. Someone wrote something like, um, please have my baby one more again. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> never had it to begin with. Uh, let's see. We call people whores pretty <laughs> gen- yeah. generously. Yeah. What's up, whore? Nothing yeah. much skank. It was terrible. It was, it was pretty strong. Um, yeah. but I don't know, like the jokes that we made, someone wrote something in my yearbook. Um, literally someone wrote in here, Tequila Mockingbird. 
yeah. tequila. Okay, the Mockingbird. reason. Okay, the story behind that is. Yeah. My aunt, when I was in high school, no, when mm-hmm. I was in middle school, my aunt told me that her favorite book was Tequila Mockingbird. But when she told me that, she was speaking so quickly that I thought she had pronounced Tequila Mockingbird. So I went to the public library and I was like, "Hey, I can't find this book. Can you help me? It's called Tequila Mockingbird." <laughs> and the librarian <laughs> thought that I was like. <laughs> An ESL student, <laughs> and then I was pronouncing it with an accent. So she the started talking. Mockingbird. She was like, "Do you mean to kill a mockingbird?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, yes, yes, I do." I probably could have just been like, "See, sí. see, sí. esta verdad." Okay, so in one of my in one in one of my yearbooks. Somebody wrote, um, over the past year, we have grown so close that Eli Whitney might have called us interchangeable parts. Ooh, man, that's so funny. But really, you have a duck and that is cool. You are my best and hottest friend ever. <laughs> that was a gay sentence. Oh, yeah, we wrote You gay. see what I mean? You're like, so gay. You yeah, are, right. the letter U and the letter R, so gay. You're so right. gay. Yeah. This has definitely evolved. Like, that does not fly in 2019. I would never say that. None of our friends oh, would say that. Oh, hello. Cammy. I love you. We're so hot. You're so great. Let's get married. Take a number, bruh. He didn't leave his number, so he must not have been fucking serious. Yeah, okay, get out of my yearbook, yes. then. Listen, we were talking. Guys were not afraid to drop their digits. No kidding. At the bottom of the yearbook message when right. they signed. So they'll not talk to you all year. Yeah. And then in your yearbook, be like, hey, let's, if you want to do something. I, that's what like, one person wh- wrote. I don't want to do you, so yeah. why? What is the, is the something your friend? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is it something your dad? <laughs> <laughs> that was a dark joke, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I was fronting. Oh, frontin', that's Just a good one. Just keeping it trill. Trill was an, a big one. Man. Yeah. See, that was a perfect example of you not being real. I'm AKA, sorry. AKA, you, you were giving us cap. I was, apparently. Yeah. I was capped out. That's all right. Blap, blap. That's all right. <laughs> But yeah, so back in the day, I mean, we didn't have social media. We did not. I mean, we, okay, so if I'm tracking it, like, Facebook had just started. Because you had to have a (laughs) college email to get a Facebook account. Do you remember that? Yes. Right. And so I I was still in high school. So like Before anybody and their grandma could get on there. You waited until your senior year of high school Mm -hmm. when you got accepted into a college Mm -hmm. and they issued you a college email. And then it was game fucking on. Yep. And you got your Facebook account and it was time to clown. Yeah. But like in these yearbooks. We had MySpace though. Right. True. But in these yearbooks, like you drop your digits left and right. Yeah. You know? And people talked on the phone. Right. This before texting. I mean, texting was around, but it was not It wasn't that affordable for everybody to it have. Truly so it truly wasn't. wasn't common. Yeah, I would say not most people had like unlimited texting. No. Like you had a certain amount and then yeah, if you yeah, went over, it. your parents would get charged. You have to call out nine because that's you get your ass chewed out. That's right. Yeah. That's whack. That's whack. That's a good one. Yeah. And it's like that. Is weedy 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 whack. That was crisscross. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So Chris speaking Cross, of signatures, 
So, like, segueing from signing, uh, well, before we segue from it. Yes. Back in the day, like, signing somebody's yearbook was, like. A big deal. Top shit. Yeah. And for your best friend, I would, like, save a page Me for too. my best friend. I would mark it off. Right. Yeah. And no one else. And you could even purchase, like, extra pages. Yep. To have people write in them. You could. And you could always determine, like, if a guy liked you based on how much he wrote. Yes. You know, if he was just, like, have a great summer. Mm-hmm. Mm, nah, girl, he's not tracking you. Yeah. But if he spent, like, a small paragraph writing stupid sentences that made no sense, you know. Yeah. I really enjoyed being friends with you. I hope we can become closer. I hope we can see each other over the summer. That's his way of being like, I like you. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. He spent more time. Yeah. It's basically the equivalent of a student making up three sentences in an assignment that is required to be six sentences. They put the extra effort. Right. Just to make it look more lengthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I used to sign, like if I liked someone, I would sign a message, but I would also go and write funny things throughout their book. Really? So as they were looking, I would like either have a heart or a smiley face mm-hmm. or like something like an inside joke or something written throughout there. That is so sneaky. I love I it. I know. I love they it. They probably thought, who is this weirdo? Because <laughs> I didn't ever sign it that it was me. No, they probably loved it. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite signature ever, I would say out of all four yearbooks. Okay. And this is probably petty as fuck no but this is based on me being this is like teenage cammy yes not not 30 year old i know what you're about to say and i know the party involved and she is very justified (laughs) in being just mooning over this message okay so if this yearbook let me see it was he was in my class i was a sophomore yeah so he would have been a senior yes and i think he was he was an aide yeah. In the class that I was in. Yes. And so he signed my yearbook and he said, Cammie, you are probably the most classically beautiful girl I've ever met. And you are so funny and creative. I really wish I'd met you years ago. I'll miss you. Yep. Swoon. 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 Hello. Fucking swoon. He was on the football team. He was kind. I think he I, was yeah, nice to he everybody. Really was kind. He was handsome. He was tall. I mean, right. he literally checked all the boxes. Right. You should moon over that until the day you die. Well, I remember <laughs> I lived off of that for like months. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that. Months, okay. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> Not as thirsty as me. Cool. I was like, <laughs> good talk. Just in case he's listening today, you're just like, I, let's just let it be known that let she didn't know. appreciate you like I would. Have. That's right. <laughs> got to find my yearbook <laughs> you do you I, really do god damn it oh, you well. do okay so like on to like teacher signatures oh god so i would i would only go ask the teachers that like i really loved mm-hmm. right i wouldn't just ask like random right, ass teachers right. um but i was talking to a friend of mine and we both had a crush on a certain teacher mm-hmm. and it wasn't anything inappropriate mm-hmm. it was just like honestly he wasn't even, like, drop-dead gorgeous or anything. What was attractive about him is that he had very dry wit, mm-hmm. and he was, like, he was quick-witted, but he had this dry sense of humor, and he was very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was kind of like a, like, you'd cut to the chase, no bullshit. He almost reminded me of John Stewart. Okay. Like, that's the vibe that yeah. he put off. Yeah. He wasn't a good dresser. Like, no. he mixed his browns and his blacks before it was cool. Ew. Like, so it just didn't look good. Yeah. Um... But we, 
in college, my friend and I would get together and we inevitably would come back to this topic and we would jokingly argue over who he liked more. Oh God. Yeah. And we still do it at, you know, 30 and 33 years old. But she um, sent me a picture of what he wrote in her yearbook. And he said, uh, we'll call her Rachel. Rachel, I don't know when I began to notice this girl in my sixth period that was a little more mature, a little wiser than the others, <gasps> graduating early, stuff like that. I got to know her better. She impressed me even more. Then there was this book she asked me to read, and we got into this huge discussion. Side note, it was The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, that was very, that was so Very, hard. yes. Yeah. She made me think about things, and maybe I made her think, too. I figured she was safe enough to leave my kids with, and they loved her. Side note, we both babysat for him and okay. his wife. Now I must say that she has become a friend and that I will truly miss her next year. I hope she comes back to visit. Maybe she will miss me, too. <gasps> like, Ew. sweet, but then That's also so a little edgy. edgy. A little edgy. Ew. So then I found what he wrote in my yearbook, and it said, Cammie. You were so fortunate to get my class this year. Just imagine what you would be without my inspiration. Yeah, right. I was the lucky one. Thank you for making the year a good one. I appreciate your hard work, your great attitude, and your contributions to our numerous discussions. I'll miss you next year. Your friend. Underlined. Underlined. (laughs) Mr. B. So the word friend is underlined. And I wonder. Yeah. That's I feel like that's ultimately him being like, hey, just quick reminder. I'm just your friend. <laughs> Put your eyes back in your head, Cammie. He's like, uh, I'm madly in love with your friend, Rachel. <laughs> you and I, however, can only be friends. <laughs> okay, I get it. Damn. Where is his picture? I think I remember who this person is. That's probably what sparked my affinity for skinny men back in the day. <laughs> like... I knew they were safe bets. I knew they could not hurt me. I knew I could overpower them. But. I do remember him. What did he teach? Uh, History. History. Yeah. I had him. But. Pretty sure. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't ever, like, as a teacher now, I don't ever get emotional in students' yearbooks, especially when it's boys. Like, boys, I keep that shit as general as possible. With girls, if I, if I truly have a connection with them, the farthest that I'll go is, like, I'll encourage them to be more empowering. Really? You know, like, I'll encourage I them to, like, be a badass. I pour my soul onto that page. No. If they take, well, I'm, I'm careful in my wording, but... Right. Like, if they take the time to ask me to write in their yearbook, I, again, remember, Mm -hmm. you only ask the teachers that you you really really want to hear from. Right. And if it's our seniors that are leaving, I feel like, well, shit, this is like my last will and testament to them. What if they go away? What if they get a job? What if they never come back and visit? What if I don't hear from them? What if they're getting in trouble? That's true. Like, I feel like... This this is maybe a little conceited of myself, but I'm like, maybe if I write something really awesome, if they're in a tough time and they're thinking about old times or they're the older them, because I used to look through my yearbook all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm so sad. Um, Stop. But, <laughs> but maybe 
at the right time, they will need that to read, you know? And so I'll tell them things like, I am always in your corner. Yeah. Always surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you to be your true self. Don't settle for anything less than the best because you deserve everything wonderful the world has to offer. Right. Like... Just warm and fuzzy shit that yeah. they may not have heard from their parents true. or from their best friend. They may not have a best friend. And yeah. so, that is I don't know. True. I feel almost responsible yeah. because I tell my kids all the time that I love them, but they know that they fucking drive me nuts sometimes yeah. because they're so ridiculous. But at the end of the day, and all of them have been asking me this week, do you love us? Do you love us? I said, yeah. I do love you. Sometimes I don't like you. Right. Well, I this said, is, but I'll always love you. This is the most stressful time of year it for really us. It really is. I it mean, is we ha- we so literally true. have one week left. Oof. And then on top of that, I always feel like ultra sensitive this last week. Oh, like no shit. you're hyper aware of the fact that this is a countdown. Yes. That like if you have s- seniors, it's especially sad because you're probably not going to see a bunch of those kids ever again. And then if you have kids who are underclassmen, you know that you'll see them next year, but it'll be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you establish this. They're no longer babies. Yeah. They're going to be older. You establish this family sense for every class period. Yeah, And then it changes. And when you see them in the hallway, that shit is sad. When you see them in the hallway and you say hi and they act a little weird, but you can't fault them for it. You know, they're. I'm not lying. I've been crying for like two weeks. For real? I do. I tear I catch up myself. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm overly sensitive about them anyway. And I don't know if it's because, and this is just getting real y'all wine and all like this job is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Like I've worked with adults. I've worked in multiple environments. Yeah. But hands down as much as teachers bitch and complain as they should, because there are very, finite points Mm -hmm. of dissension in this career field. This really is the best job I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself having another job that's as amazing as this one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like that, it it triggers in me an emotion that I haven't yet been able to tap into in my career. Um, Add on that, that I don't have kids. I have dogs. Right. (laughs) And so anytime I form a relationship with a student that we bond over something silly or I just show an interest in them Mm -hmm. because they don't even seem interested in themselves. Yeah. Like that becomes important to me Mm -hmm. to the point that I, I just feel for them. And when they leave, I feel that absence when they move up, I feel that difference. And I'm fortunate. I get to teach my kids for two years. Yeah. And so I get all excited when they're no longer freshmen. They're about to be in the next year of my program. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then I have to send my sophomores on to another teacher. And I love and trust that teacher completely. But it is different because they're not going to be in my room Mm -hmm. every day. They don't come back to meet in my room at the beginning of the day like they do every day Mm -hmm. when they're in my class. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once you send them off into the world... You're like, well, shit, did I talk to them did enough? Did I do enough? One-on-one? Yeah. Did I teach them everything I need to right. teach them? And you have this huge moment. Even the class that I taught my first year, they were a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. But I I felt sad that yeah. I wasn't going to teach them because I thought, well, what if I miss something? Right. 
What if there was an opportunity that I didn't see? What if they were hurting and I didn't know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I put all this pressure on myself. I shouldn't. But I just feel responsible because right. teaching is a big deal. It is. And, I mean, we spend we spend so much time with them. So if you think of, like, the average work day, yeah. they're with us from at least mm-hmm. 7.30 to 2.30, mm-hmm. you know? And if they don't see their parents really in the morning and they see their parents after school until it's time to go to bed, they're with their parents maybe five hours a day mm-hmm. during the work week. That's only 20 we hours a week. Most. We see them more. Mm-hmm. So if you chalk it down to their high school years, yeah, the majority of time spent with an adult is going to be time spent with a teacher, not time spent with a parent. Exactly. And I think that what you're saying is there are some of us who take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I sign their yearbooks, like for example, a student that we share, um, mm-hmm. she struggled with self-harm earlier Mm. this year and she was Mm. out for a while Mm -hmm. and she always jokes that like she is my daughter because we kind of look alike yeah and um and I run with the joke and that's fine and she started calling me mom and that's fine too I I don't like to write a whole lot in their yearbook because if I start writing a lot I don't know where to stop yeah um so I always try to like challenge myself to think okay if I could only say two sentences to this student this student specifically what would what be would the I most say? impactful yeah and for her it was um please make sure in the future that you always get up and show up because there are other people who are counting on you mm-hmm. you know like yeah. you you might think no one's counting on you I said but for example I need you as much as you needed me like mm. I need you to show up and pull me out of it the way that that you think I pulled you out of it. Yeah. You know, like, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that the kids don't hear often. Yeah. Like, I think they constantly are aware that they need to be pulled out of their depression, but mm-hmm. they never stop to consider that their presence alone mm-hmm. could pull someone else yeah. out of a depression. Absolutely. And so, to me, that was, like, just the biggest message to tell her very quickly. I understand. And I told her that I loved her. And then, you know, like, her best friend wanted me to sign her yearbook, so I signed it. And I just told her, hey, like, I appreciate how much of a hard-ass you are. Yeah. Like, you're such a hard-ass. Yeah. I said, I love the fact that you don't just willingly laugh at any boy's joke. Yeah. Because if it's not, and I've told my students this, if a boy's joke is not not funny, don't fucking laugh. Exactly. Like, you don't owe them anything. Because you're just encouraging them. Yeah. (laughs) Earn it. Exactly. Like, I don't care whose feelings I hurt when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. especially in terms of, like, boys and relationships. Like, if you weren't, (laughs) if you weren't good enough to, like, make me laugh, come on, man. If I didn't laugh, it's probably because my Christian ass didn't understand it. No, I understood like, it. It's what? just that it just was not funny. Yeah. Like, you sucked. Yeah. You know, put some more effort into it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, I don't know. These kids are just, they, I think we're both aware of the fact that, like, these kids watch everything that yes. their teachers do. They do. And they're very impressionable. Yep. And they feed off of our reactions the same way that your own children feed off of your parents, mm-hmm. you know, like children watch their parents yeah. and our students do that too. Well, and I, I do my best to let them know, not, I don't directly say it, but they don't have to be their fucking parents. Right. Yeah. That's true because too. not everybody has good parents. Good parents. We're fortunate. Our yeah. parents are loving. True. They are they supportive. Are. They are behind us. Yeah. And it's it's shocking to me to see 
kids who don't have that. I can't understand that. I'm not, they aren't even my kids and I would give them the shirt off my back. Yeah. So why the fuck wouldn't their own damn parents do it? You know, it makes me angry. Yeah. And so all I can do is my best and to write in their fucking Mm -hmm. yearbook. Like little, you know, when they ask you to write in their yearbook, it's like, it's almost like the things that I want to tell you, the things that I wish I could tell you, but I just can't. Yeah. You know, like when you graduate, when you're 18, yeah. sure, come meet me. We'll go for coffee and I will give you the full rundown on all the things that I wish someone had told me when I was your age. Yeah. But right now I just can't do it. All yeah. I can do is like subtly nudge you in the right way. Yeah. You know, and for those kids who don't really connect with us and they ask us to sign their yearbooks, it's like the best I can do is stop and think, okay, yeah. what is a highlight about this kid as an individual? Yeah. Like, what is something I can highlight about them? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's truly not easy because yeah. I think the worst, I think when people think of teaching, they think like, oh, the wor- the the worst demographic or the most troublesome demographic must be like kids who act up or kids yeah. from like, you know, no. impoverished families. No. no, I would, I would say that it's the kids who fly under the radar. Exactly. The kids who are very quiet, the kids who don't cause a disturbance, the kids who Mm -hmm. make C's, you know, the kids who don't want to draw attention. Those are the kids that we need to keep an eye on. Yeah. Because those are the kids who aren't, they're used to being overlooked. They're not excelling. They're not below average. Therefore, they fall in the Mm -hmm. middle and they're the ones that are getting us by. Because academically, like in terms of scores, yeah, we're always going to look at the kids who are super low or the or kids who are high. super high yes. and how we can continue to, to challenge them. Mm-hmm. But kids who fall in the middle, it's just kind of like... They're just Whoa. riding the line. Right. So I just... I don't know. It's so... It's so much pressure to try and make every kid feel like they matter. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that in the sense of like the way people joke, you know, about like sports like every kid gets a trophy that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying it's it's important to let every kid know like we see you yes acknowledge that right your presence matters i felt like that uh, this year and i know as you get older if you're an adult you know what i'm talking about if you're a kid you're like what the year goes Mm -hmm. so fast Mm -hmm. and every year i'm like okay I am going to be active. I'm going to be very involved. I'm going to know what's happening with all of my kids. So I don't have this, oh, I'm failing at the end. I haven't done shit. Yeah. It's hard. It is so hard because the kids that are in that middle slice, they don't ask for help. Yeah. They just sit there. They keep their head down Mm -hmm. and they do their work. And I always make myself at the beginning of the year like, okay, you're not going to forget these kids. Right. But today, literally, I was sitting there, and I realized that it, amongst all the crazy, I had marked several kids present that were not there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that they weren't there until they were there right. the next day. And I felt that. I felt incredibly guilty. Right. And so, I'm just like, fuck! Every every year, I just yeah. tell myself I won't do that. This is getting very sad. No, no, no. But I think, I think like, it's all valid. It's so important, but I just... If you're that it's, kid, it's the end of don't, the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's valid. <laughs> it's totally valid. So, it's the end of the year. It's a lot of pressure. and right. But at the same time, they surprise you. I have this student. She's a good student. She's an A student. She brought me the sweetest 
personalized mug mm-hmm. with arrows pointing up and said, this is the best digital teacher ever. Right. And it was awesome. And she she typed me out this gorgeous, mm-hmm. beautifully written note and signed it. And it was all these wonderful things. This child is shy. Yeah. And I, I understand her and I give her feedback and she takes it and she does her best. Mm-hmm. I never in a million years would have realized that that child felt the way that they do about me. Sure, yeah. And so that made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, what kind of relationship could you have had if you would have realized this, you know? Yeah. And all I can hope for is that moving forward, I'll take opportunities to talk to her and mentor her as she moves forward. Yeah. But it's a lot of pressure, y'all. It is. Well, I mean, all we're (laughs) trying to do is like push out a top-notch generation of young adults. adults yeah that's all we're to trying be to be productive members right. of society once they're adults it's like i you can't do anything you can't else do anything, yeah. you know but yeah. i like one of our mutual students um we'll call her sandra she's super sweet yeah super quiet yeah. crazy talented oh like, my god fucking yeah. talented yeah so anyway she comes down the hallway and i had her last year she comes down the hallway and um, she's all dressed up for the award ceremony. Yeah. And she's got this weird look on her face. Like, she, this is a kid oh. who never talks. Yeah. Super quiet. Yeah. At least in my class, she would never talked. So she comes by and she's like making eye contact with me, which is strange also because yes. she just is like, you know, she's to herself. Yeah. She's making eye contact and I'm like, okay, we're about to have a conversation. I'm like, hey, did you uh, get an award? I, I see that you're dressed up. She's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, cool. Congratulations. What award did you get? And she was like, I actually got an AP award um, for English. And I was like, what? That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. And she like stood there for a second and like hesitated. And I was like, so are you excited about your award? And she hesitated again. And then finally she gets it out and she goes, yeah, actually, I wanted to come up and tell you thank you for pushing me to do AP English this year because that's why I got the award. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I would have never done AP English if you hadn't told me that I could do it. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> you know, she also won a national right. honorable mention for an assignment she did in your class. Yes, that kid is Incredible. phenomenal. She's phenomenal. And what sucks is that, like, you can tell based on her personality that perhaps she thinks she's not incredible. When we as adults look at her and we're just like, I would kill to have a daughter like you. Mm -hmm. Like I would be so fucking proud if you were my kid, but she just hasn't seen that in herself yet. The day she realized that she won that award. Yeah. I'm going to cry. I know. (laughs) She got so excited. Yeah. I've never seen her react with the joy right. and enthusiasm mm-hmm. that she had. We were all, there were several of them that won things and mm-hmm. I was reading it off the, the screen and she jumped up and she's like, are you serious? And she was so joyful Yeah, and she's, she's incredibly intelligent. And so she mm-hmm. is that intellectual quiet type, but that brought me so much joy to see that she can get excited about something, you know, and that moments like that really just confirm that this, this is important. You know, it makes all the bullshit worth it. Yes. Overall, like education, it may be shit. Right. (laughs) It may be going on the shit right right now. Right. But, but to see those moments when you see, when you see a kid realize like, 
their value. Yes. I mean, how many adults... And see what their worth is. How many adults do you get to witness realizing their value? I feel like that's very rare. A few. It's very rare. And with children, you you get to see that more often. And yeah. I would say probably in the younger years, totally. you get to see it more yeah. because they are less inhibited. And so they're more open to it. And then as we get older, we learn yeah. to be inhibited. Yeah. It's almost like this sick um, double-edged sword yeah. of you have to be inhibited. Otherwise, people are going to say you're selfish or you're exactly. full of yourself. Exactly. So you're constantly judging or juggling all of that. But no, it's amazing that she... That she, she deserves every every little bit of that. And we have several students who are like that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I think my biggest thing is when we sign these yearbooks and we say our final goodbyes, like I just hope to God that they are leaving the school knowing their worth. Yeah. Because I don't want them going into the world still trying to figure out what that worth is. Because they're still and going impressionable. Into places they don't need to they're be looking for. They're still impressionable, it. Yes. right? And so they can think that they're finding that answer from all the wrong places. So it's like mm-hmm. all I feel like all we can do is be like, "Here's everything you can equip yourself with. Like, please take it. Exactly. <laughs> Let me throw all this shit at take you it, in the last it. two weeks. Yeah. Hope it's clinging to you. And somewhere. if you ever have any question, just call. Yes. Like, call our email. I know. <laughs> and I almost. Like, it's so inappropriate, but I want to, like, put my phone number in I there. I know, because you Be want like, them, me. right. I put my Instagram handle, yeah. but a lot of them follow me now right. anyway. Yeah. But it's just, whew. Right. It's just, at the it's end hard. of the year, it's like, it's a literally a rush of, oh, and, oh, mm-hmm. and don't forget, mm-hmm. remember to, always. Right. And it's it's all these unfinished sentences that right. we've started throughout the year, and it's like, rapidly trying to write a cohesive conclusion. I found myself hugging a student goodbye today and I I told him maybe three times that I was proud of him because he's graduating. Yeah. And and I remember thinking to myself, like, did I tell him enough? Yeah. Did he really yeah. get it? Like yeah. did he really believe me whenever I said I was proud of him? Um and I, I just hope to God that they they do believe yeah. it. You know, but that's Ooh. all that's all you can do. And this must be what like fucking parenting is like could you imagine no like sending your kid off into the world after they graduate high school and thinking i hope that i did a good enough job but even then you're still connected true that's true you know like you still have to come home for christmas you still come (laughs) home for fucking easter in the south everybody matching (laughs) but like teaching it's almost like Mm -hmm. it's not thankless but i would almost say like thankless parenting because You, I mean, we get credit, but we don't get the overall credit. It always comes back to the family. But at the same time, I'm like, those kids work their asses off. And no one else needs to be thanked but them for actually pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and getting it done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. You can only go so far with parenting. Yeah. (laughs) The kid just got to suck it up and be responsible. That's true. There's so many things. And this is just part of... just making the world a better place. If everybody would just have, be like us, have the mind of a teacher of like, just be kind to people, be generous to people, right. have mercy on people. It takes more Give effort. Give them the benefit of the towel. But it's worth it. Yes. Because yeah. we're building a better tomorrow. Right. 
And I don't today. always get that shit right. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly. Oh, like, I don't either. <laughs> there are times where I fuck it up in the classroom, but I yeah. always feel like every day is a, a clean slate. And I yeah. tell my students that at the I beginning try. of the year. Oh, I try. It's a clean slate, and we will do our best to try over again the, the yeah. next day, you know? And like, if I... Remember oh, when I wrote you up three times last right. year? Let's not have that again. Listen, I'm... <laughs> I am not above apologizing to a student. I won't. Uh, yeah. Same. If I was a bitch or I was like out of pocket, like I will own it. Yeah. And, and every time that I own it, it, it shows it them. pays back. Yes. Like I've never yeah. owned it and it bit me in the ass. Later. Yeah. It always comes back in a positive way. Yeah. Um, and I've always seen it in, in the opposite for other teachers, yeah. teachers who refuse to own level it. and, and own then it. everyone hates mm-hmm. them. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. So, because they don't act like they're a real human. Yeah. Stop being surprised. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like these kids aren't, they're not tiny children. Yeah. They're young adults. They really are. Exactly. I hate to admit it, but like once they leave us, like they're out in the world. So yep. like, fuck, chill out for a second. Treat mm-hmm. them like a human. But if you could, I mean, to wrap this up, I think we should think like if you could say like one general statement like let's say let's in say the yearbook in of a the yearbook world and just like <laughs> in a yearbook for your class and you had like one you had a you know one little spot to kind of give them your good riddance what would be the biggest thing that you'd want to tell them i have two things okay i love you dearly mm-hmm. and don't sacrifice the permanent on the altar of the immediate. Mm. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Decisions are important and Mm -hmm. you don't think it's going to affect you later. Yeah. But you also don't think about later yet. True. So yeah, you have to plan ahead for that. Right. I would say two things also. So my first thing would be that you matter too. Yes. Like in all aspects, in your relationships, in your friendships, in your happiness with your job, in your life, mm-hmm. you matter too. You don't have to put everyone else first or you don't have to compare yourself to anyone. No. Like you can just go based off of you and that's fucking it. And mm-hmm. that's good enough. Yes. You know, fucking own it. To which I'll add, comparison is a thief of joy. It is. And I feel like right now it's so heightened with social media. Fuck yeah. You know? It's terrible. It is terrible. So I feel Oof. for them on that. Yeah. And I, I wish they didn't have to deal with that. But, and then the second thing that I would tell them is that we're always here. Yep. Always. We are. Like, you're never entirely alone. Nope. Like, we're always here. You can email us. Can't get rid of us. And you don't, it doesn't have to be something sappy. You'd be amazed how, like, when you're in a depressive state, if you just reach out to someone and they shoot the shit with mm-hmm. you for 10 minutes. Talk about your cats. It can do wonders. Say, hey, I bought these right. shoes. Right. They look cool. Do anything. Awesome. I, I wish someone <laughs> had told us this when we were younger. I dyed my hair. Right. Sweet. Cool. Are you okay? Right. No. <laughs> right. I, you know, I won't worry until you're like, I cut my bangs. And I'm going to be like, you need to. First of all, I cut my own bangs and I'm damn good at it. I'll be like, what, where's the nearest Starbucks? I miss my calling. <laughs> we need to meet. <laughs> if you, if you mention bangs. to be a cop. Cosmopolitan. <laughs> That's a fucking beverage. That's my calling to be a cosmetologist. <laughs> I cosmop like Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. 
No, obviously anyway. we love our kids. To death. Yeah. Like, so. I, I don't know. Yeah, can't help it. It's in our personalities, I think. I know. So. And I have to, the sad part of this is, like, I... I want to talk to the seniors before they graduate and tell them my final piece, I guess. Just do it. Do it tomorrow. I'm going to. You but part of it's like, even if I never have kids. Yes. I'll be okay. Yeah. Because you will I have, claim them. You will have mothered so many dragons. I know, motherfucker dragons. <laughs> you really have, though. I have. Yeah. And some of them have turned into dragons. In right. which case, we need to talk. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to yell. The wine is getting to me. No, it's I, it is true. We do take on a parenting role, whether or not we want to. But it doesn't matter. I'm not going to put that on them. Yeah, that's a selfish thing to do. But still, like we're important. Okay, so <laughs> that's Your all books. we have for you. Your books, man. Your books. Am I right? And emotions. Fucking I mean, it's what the, the hell? Year. It's the end of the year. Tis tis the end of the year. So, anyways, sorry we missed last week, guys, but hopefully we made up for it with this extra juicy episode. Sure. Um, we've got several things happening. Don't forget to mm-hmm. subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Yep. Give us a review. Yep. Subscribe or follow our Instagram mm-hmm. account. And if you have what you would say on your final yearbook entry, if you're graduating high school, or if you're a teacher, or if you're a parent, what would you say? To mm-hmm. today's youth, okay? Our number is 615-200-0287. Call and leave us a Google voicemail. We want your feedback. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll have a good night. Lila's. We'll see you. <laughs> Lila. Or Lila, if you're a boy, mm-hmm. sister, brother. Or whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Probably will be our last episode for yeah, the season for the two. Season, for sure. Because school's out for summer. Thank God. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. No cap. Bye. Bye.